What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of The Night Shift. How's everybody doing today? I'm your host as always, Zach Hernandez. And today I got my boy Mike hopping on the pod. Say what up, bro. What's up? What's up, everybody? Yeah, Mike's been a good friend of mine for a while. And we've uh we've talked about sports ever since we were kids. And you know, I knew he'd be good to hop on the pod. So here he is. You know, we're in the midst of the NBA playoffs right now. So there's a lot of stuff to go over. Um, so we got a busy slate, but before we hop into it, Mike. I'm going to ask you a couple questions, all right? All right. All right. First one. I know the answer to probably most of these, but just for the people to know, you know? Gotcha. What teams do you root for? I root for the Golden State Warriors, the San Francisco Giants, and the 49ers, and the Sharks as well for hockey. Yes, sir. Bay Area. We represent the Bay. Um, What – you what what players like who are your favorite players to watch just random players you love to watch Steph Curry is definitely at the the top of the list as of right now for favorite players to watch and for the 49ers I would have to say Debo Samuel yeah the physicality is unbelievable yeah he's fun to watch yeah man it was crazy that we thought we were going to lose him for for a little bit. That was kind of a wild saga. Shit, that was fucking heart attack. Um, I know. <laughs> Watching that team. Sorry. Yeah, dude. Um, so yeah, right on. I go for one more question for you, man. All right. I love to ask this one because I always get different answers. Gotcha. Who's the clutchest player in the NBA? I would have to say Damian Lillard. Yeah, that's my pick. Too. He's the clutchest player in the NBA. He's I've seen him made so many buzzer beaters, so many clutch shots. It's he's 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 got that gene, that Hall of Fame clutch gene. Yeah, dude, it's ridiculous. <clears throat> well, right on, bro. Appreciate you. Um, let's hop into some conversation here. So, as we all know, the Phoenix Suns got absolutely obliterated by Dallas in the Game Seven on Sunday. Um, they ended up losing by 33 as Luca put up 35 points. So we saw kind of a weak performance from the top guys on Phoenix. Devin Booker only had 11. Chris Paul only had 10, only with four assists. So a lot of people are speculating and thinking that, hey, Maybe Phoenix and Chris Paul in general, they're kind of done. And that a little bit of that comes down to DeAndre Ayton, too. We'll get to that. But do you think we'll ever see Chris Paul get back to the NBA Finals? I don't believe he's going to – I don't believe we're going to see him in an NBA Finals anymore. I mean, dude's 
he just turned 37. He's going to be going on 38 next year. And honestly, next year I see him just more injury riddled because I, I, I knew he was going to leave an injury with that game when he said something about his quad when he was limping off the court. Yeah. But honestly, I, I just don't see him reaching another finals. I mean, Monty Williams is a good coach and all, but with this, with the Western Conference and how tough it is with the, the Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies up and coming. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't I don't see him making it to the finals again. I don't see him going to mile. And especially with the Aiden situation. Yeah. Well, I totally agree with you. Um, I think Chris Paul's age is actually getting to him a little faster than we thought. Like, obviously, he's playing really well for a 37-year-old, but he did not play well in that series at all. And I don't think any of us expected that. Um, so to After see that, yeah, yeah. So we kind of saw a, de- a decline already, and I'm not going to judge him off of just one series, but yeah. he looks a lot slower and he doesn't play the same anymore as he used to, obviously. And I just, I'm going to agree with you on that because I don't think, I think Chris Paul's finals, finals days are over. And I mean, I think he's just a huge fraud. I mean, I, I just, I just, <laughs> I come at him, but I mean, geez, dude, it's, he's like, he talks so much and he whines like crazy when he's on the court flopping and he flops and he's made it to one NBA finals loss, had a two Oh lead and choked it away. Loss just got absolutely smoked by Luca and to get eliminated at home in a game seven. He's, he's not clutch and he's, he doesn't got that. He doesn't have that, that, um, yeah, exactly. He's not built for the big moments. Nope. Um, so yeah, he's, yeah. he's obviously, you know, he has the name, the nickname point God for a reason, because he's one of the best ball distributors. Pure, yeah. Ball distributors, playmakers, pure point guards. Even though I don't like to say pure point guards because that kind of changes, but, um, and there's no doubt about that, but come on, man. Like he's led all these teams to like, that used to be bad to like great records, but has nothing to show for at the end like he can't he can't go the full distance yeah like i think he's a good he's a good regular season player mm-hmm. he is opinion. yeah and that's, I mean, that's about it that's pretty much all it is because he can't get he probably won't even get back he's only made it to one nba finals and yeah. by the looks of it by the looks of it phoenix is like not looking nearly as good as they were in the regular season. So I still I still feel like they're they're still gonna be a good team for probably the next three years. They'll probably cause some problems in the playoffs, but I don't I don't see them making the finals again. So yeah, I think I don't think we'll ever see them get past the second round again. I mean, with this core. Um I think the second round will be their absolute ceiling, and this kind of leads us into DeAndre Ayton. So, because that's a big part of their team, obviously. So, this is their dominating paint presence. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't look like he's going to come back. I don't, I just don't think by the, so. By the looks of what uh, Monty Williams is, a, you know, his 
overall motion like towards them like during the you could see during the presser that clearly something serious must have happened in that clubhouse to shift the mood that <laughs> drastically and to limit his minutes in like the most important game of their lives yeah so it's, it's it's definitely something to watch over the offseason yeah i mean giving your big man your starting center your first overall pick just a couple years ago 17 minutes in a game seven um I mean, I know they're getting blown out by massive proportions, but it's... once once you get, I mean, late in the game, you can you can take him out. But I mean, at halftime, you still have a chance to claw back into the game, even though you're getting killed. It's a game seven. You got to put it all on the line. I mean, this is what you play for. You play to to win championships, and if you're just gonna rest your guys, like this is making sense. Um, yeah, you the, can third game, yeah. Sorry. I was just going to say, no, you're good. Uh, I was just going to say, you can rest them when you know for a fact you're not going to win, like when there's eight minutes left in the fourth quarter and you're down by 40. Okay, you can rest them. But, you know, when you, when it's halftime and you're down by, you know, 40, I mean, shoot, you're doesn't look good, but you never know. The NBA can shift, man. Yeah, first, yeah. And by the looks of that game, like I, I knew like from probably – end of the first quarter that it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a massive blowout because the way the Suns were playing, they were trying to bait for fouls and they're doing these horrible fadeaway shots, really like extremely contested shots and threes. Yeah. And they just kept doing it. They never adjusted after halftime. And they just kept doing the same thing over and over again. And then and then well Dinwiddie dropping thirty off the bench. Huge. They had no answer for him. They had, they had no answer at all. And I was just completely shocked the entire game. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody even – I bet if you asked 100 Mavericks fans, I guarantee you, I don't think any of them would say that they thought they was going to win this game by that much. I mean, they were um, up by 46. <sighs> I mean, 33 looks looks kind of like small compared to how it was the entire game. Yeah, it doesn't tell the whole story. Because um, those – yeah, because – They're getting killed. Um, yeah, they were getting smacked, and I don't think anybody really they, expected that. They they didn't take them seriously. They didn't. I, I think I they didn't take them seriously. They were like, because obviously Phoenix I, is the favorite. Obviously, you know they're the one seed. They're the best team in the league going against. They're you a know, machine too. Yeah, and they're rolling, and they're like, oh, game seven, our house. Like, come on, we want this one guy. We we stop Luca. This is game. We we contain Luca. This is game over. That's kind of what the Warriors do a lot. They kind of downplay their competition. But so piss me off. It's annoying. Out. Um, but it's yeah. NBA. Anything can happen. Any game, any given night, any player can go off because these are all the best players in the world. You know, so anybody could play well. So you can't you can't just downplay your competition. You gotta you you gotta especially in a game seven. What's in, up? Yeah. In your in your series deciding game, you gotta bring the heat. Oh yeah, and they just got. I mean, I don't like. I'm not like a huge fan of like saying like they got too cocky because that can be you know mixed with like confident and all that. Yeah, but they let it affect their play style. Yeah. Like they thought they thought they were just gonna they overlooked the Mavs by a lot, and they just thought they were gonna run away with it, and then they just punched them in the jaw, uppercut. Yeah, dude, right in the jaw, right in the face, just a bloody mess. Knocked them out in the process cold 
for 30 minutes. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, so, you know, I don't think Phoenix will have the best record in the NBA next year. I don't think they'll be the one seed in the West. Um, they'll still be good if they keep this core. I mean, if they keep Devin Booker and Chris Paul, they'll be good. Um, if they yeah. lose Aiden, they'll still be good. But unless they make some drastic move that no one's expecting, I don't see them being the one seed again. Honestly, depending on how the offseason goes, I could I could see Memphis potentially being the best team in the league, depending on how their offseason goes. Because I'm not sure what the situation is like over there, how they're paying their players, what their contracts are like. But they they have, they got the potential. I mean, they could they went twenty and five without their best player, and and they have a smothering defense and athletic bigs. They could they had the tools to dominate the league. They do, yeah, for a lot of years to come. I mean, that team is really yeah. good, and they, they gave us issues, man. They're they get, they're young. They're they got grit. I mean, and they piss me off, but they're annoying they're to play against. I I. As 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 I have a lot of respect for Memphis and in all the players there, except for one. Uh, we 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 won't speak his name on this uh, podcast. Everyone knows who we're talking about. See, I'm not a big fan of Jaw. I think he's actually really annoying. He hops onto Twitter immediately after every game. He talks a lot and he hasn't proved anything. Talks so I'm not a big Jaw fan, but I I respect his skill. Obviously, you know he's going to be player. a top. He's going to be a top five player within the next few years. I mean, that guy's insane. He's one of the most acrobatic finishers I've ever seen. He's basically like he's he's Derrick Rose on steroids. Yeah, hopefully his career doesn't pan out the same yeah, way. Hopefully, yeah, he gets but, what Derrick Rose didn't get. Yeah, we don't want to see that, but we you know everyone knows who I'm thinking of. I'm not going to say his name because his name doesn't be doesn't deserve to be mentioned. Um, no. I have absolutely zero respect for that guy. Absolutely okay. Not. Especially after what he did in game six, too, as well. Everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, screw it. Dylan Brooks, you suck, dude. I can't stand you. You're annoying. You're dirty. You're not, you don't play the game the right way. And you, you need a new haircut. You, your hairstyle is awful. Well, I just weird. say it. It's like all like oily and fucking greasy. You look like you want to be part of Bone Thugs and Harmony, but you got, but you couldn't be. All right, so stop Damn, it bro. now. All right. Anyways, Dylan Brooks, screw you. Um, but yeah, man. So another thing that I wanted to bring up because obviously the Bucks got eliminated in the game seven against Boston. That was a crazy series. That was really entertaining. Um, was probably one of the best series of playoffs so far. Yeah, that was really good. In my opinion. I really thought the Bucks was gonna pull it off with Chris Middleton. They would have, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play that game. I wanted the Bucks. I had them winning in six. Yeah, me too. Because you know Giannis is just just a force of fucking nature. Like he's inevitable. Like no matter what you do, he's gonna be in like like in Game Seven. The dude almost had a triple double in the first quarter. Ridiculous. Yeah, wouldn't he have like ten, eight, and six or something? Ridiculous, dude. The first quarter. That's the same. I think Draymond's that line for like an entire game. <laughs> I mean, he, he, I mean, I guess he, he finished with 25. And unfortunately, Grant Williams it's had game of his life. Honestly, yeah, I dude. feel like these playoffs, they're just going to come down to one of those players off the bench or one of those unheard of names. 
Yeah. It's going to decide a game. I mean, those are the – yeah, and, and that's those are those players are huge in the playoffs. When if you have a role player that can go off and and you know contribute Randomly. like a great amount, like Spencer Dinwiddie did in Game Seven, exactly. I mean, those he players, practically put them to sleep in the first quarter. Yep, those players win playoff games and they win championships. Um, but another thing I wanted to bring up because the Bucks lost. Yeah, somebody tweeted. Not because the Bucks lost, but somebody tweeted this and said, Damian Lillard, if you ever want to pick a player that would help you get into the playoffs, finals maybe, who would you pick? Only in the present time. Damian Lillard retweeted it and said, Giannis. Um, so I mean, that has led to some speculation. Because obviously – Obviously, Damian Lillard's situation is pretty strange because he's the most loyal player of all time. Doesn't want to leave Portland, and I respect that so much. Doesn't look like he'll win anything there, but he doesn't want to leave. Now, he doesn't want to leave. Yeah. Now you got Giannis, who won championship, finals MVP, then gets bounced in the second round. Could we potentially see these two teaming up? What do you think? No, not gonna happen. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's just my straight answer. I, it's it's not gonna happen unless they find some reason to trade them. I mean, all the you know, think of all the the money they're gonna have to spend because Giannis's contract, Milton's contract. I mean, unless they get rid of Drew Holiday, they have to deal with his contract, and then Damian Lillard's gonna come in. He's he has like what, what he has like a like a super max almost or a max contract. Yeah, he's making a bag. It's it's yeah, I don't I don't see it happening. And to be honest, like who who the hell wouldn't pick Giannis to make the playoffs with? I mean, come on, he practically yeah he can he can will his team into the playoffs without like if he didn't have Middleton. And that's yeah. I I don't think I don't see, I don't think he's going to the Bucks. Um, I would love to see that happen. I'd love to see him team up either in Portland or in Milwaukee. Um, it's just so tough because of the money situation. Now, if they were, they'd have to give up either Drew or Chris. And that's a huge decision. It could be Drew. It could be Drew. They'd have to give up. But honestly, I think... I think it'd be Middleton if they were to do it. I think they'd give up Chris yeah, Middleton. Because if they took away Drew, then that's basically their defense. Yeah, I mean Chris Middleton is good. Chris Chris Middleton's a good defender, but you know Drew Holiday is next level, and to have a lineup of Dame who could shoot the ball, and Giannis who could both of those two could just score like crazy. It's not even close to anybody, yeah. and then you got Drew Holiday who's like top five defender in the league, perimeter defender in the league. One of the best point guard defenders. In the yeah. League. So that's nasty. Um, I don't think it'll happen just because it's so out there, but I would love to see that dude. That would be sick. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if he went over to the Eastern conference and then lost to the fucking Steph Curry. In the yeah. That would be sick. Steph Curry. From a ring for Steph Curry's fifth ring. 
Steph Curry, man, he pre- he prevented a lot of players from getting championships. Yeah, pissed off a lot of people in the process. That's why everybody in the media oh, yeah. hates him. He was never supposed to be like this dominant. Like he was going to be like Chris Paul. Chris Paul was supposed to be the one who was supposed to like have all the the yep. rings and the fame. But Steph Curry came in and fucked all of it up. And I love it. Beast. Fucked Guys. up LeBron's legacy too. Oh yeah, love to see that. Just think of it. Without Steph Bony. Curry, LeBron probably has eight rings by now. And now uh, he's got no clutch gene, bro. LeBron wouldn't have eight rings. He uh, well, he would lose a lot of those. He maybe would have more. He maybe would have more than what he has now, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't have won all those. That's just not who he is. LeBron can't do that. Um, because he couldn't. I mean, shoot, guy can't. I mean, he made so only, many finals. He could only be finals damn near every year. He can get there, but I mean, what is he four for nine? Right or how Three how many has he made? Steph. Yeah, and he couldn't he couldn't overcome it. He just couldn't. And the, when the one time he did, it was it was completely rigged. Rigged finals. I stand by that, and I'll die on that hill. Yeah, when they suspended Draymond, and... ridiculous that stuff. That was a rigged game. Totally screwed. It. And it gave him all the momentum. Yep, I'll never forget that. Rigged. Fucking Harrison Look. Barnes, dude. Horrible. Yeah, that was bad. Um, so we're talking about the Warriors. We're talking about Steph Curry. And obviously now they are in the Western Conference Finals for the sixth time in eight years. Right? I think so. Yeah. 15, 16, 17, Anyways, 19, fucking- 22. Yep. So, put some respect on the greatest point guard of all time's name. And he's made it back there again. So, a lot of people have the Warriors rolling through this series, actually. That's a lot what I've been seeing. Everyone's like, Warriors in five. I've seen a lot of Warriors in four, which, no way, that's not happening. No, that's not going to happen. Honestly, it's going to – the trajectory of the series is going to depend on the first two games. If yeah, honestly, I can see that. If Dallas, if Dallas steals one in Golden State, this this is going to go to six or seven. I think they will. I th- I think this is going to be I a hard fought not. series. Um, the Warriors haven't lost at home yet, which is the interesting part. They obviously we played them in the regular season a couple times, and we didn't look good against them, and they beat us. Well, I mean, we didn't look good against the Nuggets, and we didn't look good against the Grizzlies. That's true, and I was going to say that we um we didn't have a full roster. But it doesn't just come from last year because ye- or this season because years prior we've had issues with Dallas and I do not know why. Um, now I don't think that I don't think it's enough to like hold us back from winning. I, I think we're gonna walk away with this series, get back to the finals. But exactly, it's gonna be a bloodbath, bro. It's gonna be nuts. Luca's gonna freaking beast um hopefully wiggins is the best he can i mean he's he's shown a lot of hustle in these playoffs hopefully honestly i feel like it's gonna fall on wiggins yeah wiggins is gonna be huge i mean he stepped up he, can make big time. he stepped up big time in game six against memphis right at every the, end. Honestly, the whole fucking team did. The, the whole team Lee, did 
Kevon Looney, dude, MVP of Game Six. Sorry, MVP. MVP of the league, dude. Get that guy in MVP. 22 Bro. rebounds, 11 in the first freaking quarter. Goes out to my man, Baller Science, dude. Looney. It's guy's the a playoffs. hooper. Yeah. It's fucking I mean, Jaron Jackson and Brandon Clark and all those athletic blicks that they have. Yeah. Steven Adams. 22. You look like Dennis Rodman out there, dude. He did, dude. Four points and 22 rebounds. Absolutely. I think he had like two steals in the block as well. Probably did. He's the GOAT. Wouldn't expect anything otherwise. I love how you like you fucking hated the, his guts earlier. No, year. no, no. I never hated Looney. That was a misconception because I would talk to a lot of people on the halftime app, especially my boy Baller Science. I know you're out there listening. And you should bring on one of your podcasts. He, he, I will. And he did not like Looney. And I was like, hey, man. The Mario Brothers. I don't dislike Looney as much as you. So I've never disliked Looney. In fact, I've always liked him. Um, I think he's a solid backup center. I don't think he's a starting center. I think he's a solid backup center. But I don't dislike him as much as a lot of people do. And we got to put some respect on his name. Um, obviously, he's not out there grabbing 22 rebounds every night. But he did it when it mattered. That'd be awesome. That would be great if he did it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that would be insane. Well, the, be great thing is, the great thing is he had like – 10 offensive rebounds in the process of that, which get which honestly that probably gave us the edge in the game. Yeah. And those rebounds at the end of the near the end of the fourth quarter to put the Grizzlies away, those were monumental. Yeah. I mean he played he played really well. Without Looney, we don't win that game. So nope. we have a lot of factors coming into this series. Obviously, GP2. Probably won't play. They said it's highly unlikely. Unless it goes um, to seven. If it goes to seven still, though, I don't think he will. Um, but you never know. Um, We've been progressing pretty well. So I no, just no surprise us. I want him to play again so badly. So I just that's I really want to get to the finals. And I want GP2 to play, man, because he deserves it. Um, Dylan Brooks, screw you again. Um but, yeah, man, I want to see GP2 back in there. Hopefully, it would be sick if he could come back this series at some point, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah, he would be great against Luka. He can definitely pick his pockets. Oh, yeah. There's like six steals a game. That would be nuts. That would be nuts. I mean, uh, you know, honestly, it felt like he was, dude. He was getting like a steal every time someone dribbled the ball. He's just got that defensive mind. He's crazy. Got the, uh, the cherry pickers. So, with all this being said, my friend, what's your prediction for this series? Warriors and six. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm also going Warriors and six. Because I feel like they're going to overlook some games. The yeah. Warriors are going to play it down to their level. We'll like just they always fucking do. We'll just get outplayed at some point. You said what? Hopefully. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely get outplayed at you know in a game or two because that's just how that's just what happens with this team. They'll they'll turn the ball over like they always do. Um they'll miss shots. They'll have that one game where they just brick like crazy. I, I feel like in two of these, I feel like two games in this series are gonna be blowouts. Because of how both these teams like to shoot the ball. 
Yeah, then that could definitely I feel like, happen. I feel like two of these games are going to be blowouts. And I don't. I feel like I'm not sure who's going to have them, but I just know there's going to be two blowouts in this game. Yeah. So and we both games come down like last two minutes. Yeah, probably will. Um, we both got dubs and six. So now, let's boogie on over to the Eastern Conference. We got the Heat and the Celtics, and that game is going on right now. Game one, currently. Yeah, what's the score? That game? Third quarter, Miami is up sixty-four to sixty-three. Wow, Eight thirty-nine left. What do you got in this series, man? It's gonna be interesting when Marcus Smart comes back and Al Horford and protocols. I mean, they seem to be doing pretty well, but if they don't return soon, I, I would like to see the Heat make the finals. I would say Heat in seven. Is that what you think is going to happen? Yeah. Me too. <laughs> that's my pick. Oh, come on. Seven. <laughs> I know. That's why I made sure. I was like, are you sure you think that's going to happen, dude? I but know. No. That series is going to seven, dude. No, I agree. I, th- I think it's, it's going, going to be Heat and seven. And I've consistently been proved wrong. The Celtics have just been proving me wrong. I had Nets in seven. That was a complete failure. I had Bucks yeah, in six. I think everybody failed on that one. I had Bucks in six. That failed too. I'm doing it again. I'll do it all the way to the finals. Unless they go against Dallas in the finals. I'm picking against them because I don't like these matchups. Because I like Jimmy Butler. Fatigue- the fatigue they suffered because they because going two game sevens before reaching the finals is going to take a fucking toll on your body. So that's, yeah, that's, that's true. Gonna play, that's going to that would play a factor if this series does go to seven. I feel like we might see an injury. Yeah, we may, and so I don't. Piece. I don't think they'll get out of this round. Um, Jimmy Butler's got that it factor. Jimmy Butler is that. Guy, bro, single-handedly carried that fucking team at some at one point. But he's been he's been he's been kind of iffy this year, and in this playoffs, like some, I mean, he's, some, he's been some good. He would he would do really good, but sometimes he just disappears. He had a few he had a few tough games, but I I mean most of the superstars in the league, I'm not calling him a superstar. He's really close to a superstar, he's, but he's um. A lot of the stars in this league in the playoffs had some tough games, but I mean, for the most part, I mean, he's put up 40, put up, I think he put up 40 twice. Um, or I think he put it up against Atlanta and against Philly, 140 bomb. And yeah. he's had a bunch of 30s and he's been doing everything, especially on the defensive side of the ball, too. He's, he, he's the guy's a defensive clamper. Oh, so, born with clamps. You know, I like him more than Jason Tatum. And I think in the playoffs, and I think he's going to. I think he's got that it factor that the Celtics don't right now, especially with some question marks and Al Horford and Marcus Smart, two huge guys that they need. Give me Miami in seven. Also, anyone, if you're listening to this and you work for the Miami Heat, tell them to bring back the Vice jerseys, please, because those are absolutely gas. (laughs) Wait, why did they get rid of them? What the hell? They just they do that thing. I mean, it is that thing where it's annoying they, as fuck. They should keep those jerseys. They should make it a part of their fucking. I know. I agree. I don't get it because they always the NBA. Every team comes out with a new jersey every year, but once that year's over, they don't wear it again. It's like, dude, if you get if you get good feedback from the fans and from everybody, keep wearing it. Dude, they outsold the rest of the league combined. Yeah, it's for, oh, for yeah, their those, city edition jerseys. Those things are fire, dude. 
probably the best all jerseys. One of the best jerseys to be released. All of them were so good, except the latest one, the uh, the the gradient one, the one that went from pink to blue. That was awful. That one sucked. They tried too like hard. One. Yeah, they uh, tried. They tried to milk it. They did, and the the and white was the white was fire, and then the the black was insane. And then the pink, Ooh, it was the, the pink. pink was really good. It was probably the worst out of the four, but it was still really good. And then the blue, oh my gosh, the, the blue. blue was the best one. Hey, you have one too. I know, I own one. I own a D Wade blue one. Man, that thing is fire. Oh, you got the Wade one. Um, yeah. Um, but anyways, we both think that's funny. So we both think Dubs and six, and we both think Heat and seven. Um. But I mean, I'll give you a little hot take, and I think we're gonna see two forty bombs from Jimmy Buckets this series, um, because like I said, Jimmy Butler's that guy; he can score the ball. And I know, I know, Boston brings it with the defense, <laughs> but is Jimmy G buckets the, the 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 Jimmy the real Jimmy G the Jimmy G that I like the the only Jimmy that I like Jimmy G buckets. Um, I mean, it'd be Jimmy. I mean, B because. You know, Butler. They call him Jimmy, Jimmy G buckets. buckets. Jimmy, it's all it's all over. Jimmy G buckets. Jimmy buckets. The real Jimmy. He's the real Jimmy. Anyways, um, I think he's gonna drop two forty bombs this series. So it's gonna happen. Speaking into existence, book it, baby. I mean, he does play better as the series go as the series progresses. He he becomes a lot more of a factor than in the beginning. Like right now, like Tyler Hero is gonna be the deciding factor in the series the six man yeah he pro- i mean just he's, i think i think you could be a starter i think role players in, in their entirety will be a factor in the series too. they will decide the series your tyler heroes your peyton pritchard's grant williams those guys they're gonna be the x factors or so. the jordan pools i mean he became a starter jordan pools he's a beast yes dude he i i wasn't expecting him to be a fucking baller. Dude was toiling away in the G League. He's a hooper. Yes, dude. He slips. He needs to change his fucking shoes, though, dude. Dude, slips yeah, he slips drive. like every single like, possession. Think he'd be on ridiculous a hockey rink or some shit. Yeah, dude, it's ridiculous. <laughs> slips so much. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's uh, that's all the stuff on the slate we wanted to talk about today. We kind of we cut we covered that a little bit. We just uh, we just talked about if he was going to be out of Phoenix. Um, I just wanted to briefly cover all this stuff. We got it all out of the way. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to add on those last two series? Anything you wanted to add? Good for now. Stick to the topic. Yeah, man. Um, well, right on, bro. Appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no problem, man. It's nice being on here. Yeah, dude, it's a lot of fun. Definitely have you on again soon. Yes. We tried to get my boy Vince on, but he could not. Um, but we'll get we'll get him on again soon. We'll have Mike on here again. Um, anyway, so listening. Yeah, I had Finn on one of the other ones. Um, but he'll come back. Anybody still listening? Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, you can you know you can always follow us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at the night shift pod on TikTok at the night shift pod and on Twitter at the night shift with two T's in the beginning, two T's at the end. Thank you again, Mike, for coming on. Appreciate you, bro. That'll be it for me. I'm out. Peace.